Hello and welcome to the Tiny Plastic People podcast. This is a special, special podcast in this case, where we do something we've not really done before. In the middle of 2022, James and myself decided that uh, we wanted to run another one of our less standard wargaming events and uh, decided also to record something of a little podcast documentary about it. This is That Story. So, starting at the very beginning, in June 2022, we really kind of set off on this journey and in this episode we discuss the initial sort of gathering of information, the building of a team who would actually deliver the the actual kind of concept that we were coming up with and also sort of how we manage that. So with no further ado, episode one. Maybe you can kiss the shopkeeper. Good evening, James. Hello. We're, we're here to talk about stuff. We are. It's going to be a bit of a woolly one, probably, because this is the very first step on the journey. Yeah, it's not even um, a session zero. No. <laughs> um, we've done a podcast on, or related to this in the past, we, we've done a Inc. 28 podcast quite a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and the only Inc. 28 game we ran was just before the world shut down for two years. Yeah, we'd be so, on pause. Mm, so, yeah, we, we'd had ideas about doing something else, and, and now the world's sort of happening again. I think we are going to do something, aren't we? That's the plan. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. We've started to kind of scratch around with ideas, and, uh, yeah, we just thought we'd uh, we'd document this as we went through and uh hopefully that'll be of interest to people yeah so it's pretty early doors isn't it um do you want to sort of say where we're at roughly then sure thing so i'll go back a little bit from like the right early doors was coming off i don't know whether we will actually have recorded the podcast about it yet or that it's been released it depends on time but we went to a mega game in uh london in i guess let's date this in june 2022 mm-hmm. and coming off that i was really feeling quite inspired about uh the prospect of big games with big narrative but just like stuff that happens that's fun and i was also thinking a lot about like we i think since ash wastes came out as well for necromunda um, people had been talking about, oh, wouldn't it be great to do like something fun with these rules and things? So the general consensus, there was like this, this like almost like pressure cooker building of like we should just do another Ink Twenty Eight event. I think we talked about it when we played Heresy the other a uh, few weeks back as well. Old Heresy, mind you. Let's date it even more. Yep. Um. So we yeah we'd kind of started like mooting it about, and then after that event, I was kind of like sod it let's just put a message into our discord and uh, see who is interested and how to do it and uh, i think the best way for doing anything like that is to actually get people involved with thinking about what they want to do so i did it in form of a survey and that is going to become a very 
um, repetitive word, the word survey, because <laughs> um, I will use surveys for everything if I can't decide on something or I don't want to decide on something. So yeah, we put out a first survey to get some uh, interest in the event and lots of people filled out that survey and said they were interested not just that they were interested they were also interested in helping out which is really good because the more people who help out the more chance you actually have to succeed in doing something incredibly silly yeah and the more hair that you might have left by the end of it as well which exactly is the, uh, yeah i do value my hair so and I think sort of coming off that survey, it's looking like we probably won't actually be doing an Inc. 28 event. We're going to be doing something a bit different. Yeah, yeah. So the the general idea I kind of wanted to get the feeling for was like we've actually got uh, in our little community, we have uh, uh, the Role Models Discord, which you can find linked to in uh, someplace, probably on tinyplasticpeople.com if you wanted to join us there, is kind of like where we gather but there's actually quite a really nice split between people who like 40k people who like aos and people who like lots of different um rule sets and things like that so getting consensus is one difficult but also getting consensus to the point of like acceptable consensus i guess where most people are probably interested in 40k to some extent but some people favor aos so i really wanted to um with the first survey kind of get a feel for that like where would you want it set do you want us to like homebrew the whole thing do you want us to do um do you want an event which is in aos instead of inc 28 um even though that that's going to be a load more work Uh, (laughs) 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 yeah yeah hold that hold that thought for uh i don't know section number four probably guess what guess when we hit the the big crunch when it comes to uh sorting the rule set out yeah that was the thing which also came out of the first survey which we ran was oh jesus this is gonna be quite big if we actually pull it off but also what's the what's the risk really yeah <laughs> we, we've given ourselves quite a lot of time as well that we're looking into Mm. 20 yeah. 23 before we put models on the table um which hopefully is is sensible i, I don't think i have any many other really big plans for the back half of the year I, I, i've already thought i probably wouldn't be doing armies on parade just because it i don't see it as a good value proposition of like my time um so yeah having something to focus on is going to be nice and and hopefully yeah if we've got people as a, a team of, of creative people working on things we could do quite a lot with that which will be uh, nice yeah and i guess that was the the other opportunity which we had from running quite a long but hopefully insightful survey about like if you wanted to help us what do you actually want to help us with and what sort of lengths do you want us to go for what kind of flavor of event would you be interested in because being community driven it, it is like it's trying to be driven by the community that you're part of it it helps people feel involved obviously some people do just want to turn up to a fun event and experience something but other people do want to contribute things and that is something which should really be welcomed and uh, 
10 heads are generally better than one head or two heads. So last time we ran an event, it was pretty much me and you running the, uh, running the show and assembling everything and getting it all out. And it turns out that's a lot of work. Yeah. My partner who got, doesn't do wargaming, got roped into, uh, painting resin onto uh, expanded foam scenery whilst I was at work because she worked at home and means it's very convenient to someone who can paint resin onto foam scenery for you and I think she would probably appreciate not having to do that every time I get a crazy idea to do something exactly no one deserves to paint resin basically apart from if you volunteered for it and said you would do it and then we would expect you to do it yes yeah (laughs) Yeah. So I guess where we're at right now with the process is, and I think we could be quite candid about the process on these podcasts. I don't know how far along the line we will be, whether we've actually done the event and this is, you know, this is just, uh, you know, pride before the fall. Um, But by like asking some questions to our community, we talked about um, like the scale of what kind of event and I tried to write surveys in a way which is fun to answer questions as well, which kind of confuses me as well because I accidentally put three times within the same survey, do you want to help? Which <laughs> meant that then polling the people who said they wanted to help came under different contexts. So writing the next bit of the survey, which was like, okay, you said you would help, actually was quite hard to like find everyone mm. who had actually said that and in what context it was. So I kind of missed out the people who said they just wanted to bring terrain and they just wanted to bring models and things because I think that until we know what kind of setting which we've got going on, that's pointless. Why do you want to? But the main thing which we want to get to at this point is kind of the the back of the book sort of flavour text for the whole event. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And... The way which a crowdsourcing affair to do that is probably the nicest way of um, approaching it. So the plan at the moment is to pitch everyone who said they wanted to help, particularly if they said narratively, but also like whatever they wanted to do, and to ask them to just essentially deliver us five, well, four or five prompts. Um, That prompt shouldn't have any setting or too much setting information, like no names, no no like proper nouns or anything. I know it's AOS at the moment, but we, that kind of came from the first survey. But beyond that, like if we do need to pivot to 40k or something, there's still the opportunity to do that at this stage. But the writing prompts were just like, give us some like flavour. And I'm, uh, what was? Do you have a favourite, Drew? Is there one which you wanted to read out at this point? We probably won't have done it, <laughs> so. I I don't think I've looked at them enough uh, to 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 pick anyone's out because um, I was only just skipping through the survey responses. Now there's there's a lot of things that look good, and I think that's one of the things I I have liked to see is that people have come at it from a very different way. You know, some people have been very literal in their kind of setting suggestions. Mm. You know, it, it is town X, and there's something going on, and other people have gone for like a much more um, ephemeral i suppose a lot more kind of open-ended sort of abstract idea so yeah mm. i think it's really interesting it'll be interesting to see how people pick those up and 
to some degree projecting here i wouldn't be surprised if when we start to kind of mention these things to people or see what people you know what sparks with people that we don't end up actually making a kind of composite of a couple of them um and we'll end up with a kind of i don't know a marvelous pizza of of ideas i mean i've eaten a marvelous pizza tonight so that's pretty much where i'm at as well but yeah to give you an idea of the flavor of a few of them like this is one of them which just says down they delve deeper and further plumbing the abyss their purpose is singular united in goal and yet divided in motive they forge and break alliances more readily than swarming rats always focused on the ultimate prize but as swiftly as greed dives hunger rises to meet it that's a perfect prompt which is exactly what we were looking for to me anyway maybe you hate it (laughs) no i like that i mean i think i like them all I mean, yeah. unless there's some hidden ones that are, that are really awful. Uh, and oh. this, is, I will read out one of my other favourites, which is uh, Captain Mittens is displeased. The ruler of Muserena may appear to be just a house cat, but her wickle wee whims dictate the lives and the fates of thousands. Will you be the one to save the people from their fickle ruler, or will you try to seize power for yourself? <laughs> can't trust the fur bastards everyone exactly. knows that but yeah uh, and what i have done with these of it like uh, as i said removing proper nouns and things like that so i will go through them and basically remove some of those um and i guess the last thing where we're, where we're at now is essentially like you said we would like the community who's involved in the event to vote or like at least express a preference for which of these they like and that is essentially not saying that it's bad but it's kind of saying this doesn't vibe with me or and this does vibe with Mm. me how much one to six so you can't say it's in the middle so yeah or yeah i was even thinking about this the other day and it was like how we were finding the ideas you know whether it's score your top four and then anyway this is the how to write a survey podcast is probably a different (laughs) well you know that's how events start you need to know what you're doing where you're doing it and like i said at the beginning the best way to or personally i find the best way to involve people in these things is to involve people in them as a community and yes like people appreciate in my experience i've got to keep saying that because it is kind of my viewpoint on things rather than cold hard factual truth which none of this is <laughs> is that like it, it's almost like a rubber band sort of thing you give people space to work and it expands out but you need things to kind of bring it back in every so often and that's where you build your team is the people who bring it back in and then deliver on something and yeah put it back out to let people expand what they think the narrative should be and then what the shape of the event will actually look like is the combination of that kind of springy effect and, yes uh, hopefully it's good <laughs> i mean i mean certainly the last event we ran was i mean covid was just kicking off which helped it be smaller um yeah. okay we lost people on a day but was it how many were there 10 people 12 people yeah i think we we had still a fair number of people and few- they obviously contributed quite a lot but this time around we're looking at potentially quite a bit more numbers wise so it will be interesting and it will definitely be mm. a, like a challenge from that point of view 
Yeah, and that's where I'm quite excited that quite a few people have already responded to the fact that they want to GM the like things and do a bit more like games mastering, DMing style uh, things during the event. And I'm already thinking with the numbers of people we've got involved that we might actually have to enforce structures on people because last time it was just like okay you've arrived you've arrived okay right we've put our gangs on the table i guess and we'll just play it out i'm already feeling that it might be like arrive at 10 for the briefing yeah and uh i think yeah i think you're probably right and particularly you know you're saying you're inspired by uh, the mega game you've been to recently um and i've done mega games in the past to have that kind of away from the table interaction which i think is nice i don't want to call it sort of role play but i don't know role play small art you know you, yeah. making yeah. deals and sort of maybe doing a bit more than just rolling dice and just doing stuff on the table i think yeah you need to structure that in a certain way to give people time to think about it mm. and also i think at the stage we're at right now it's really important to like kind of rein in your excitement because there's going to be a lot more excitement like to come and mm. like more ideas are going to like come out so like scope and things like i could already feel i feel like right now like with just what i've got i could just write the whole thing and go ahead but i'd also burn myself out and deliver something which is probably not what would actually work it would just be a big blob of stuff like i've got thoughts around like okay we've got people we've got loads of people but like they could move around a map we could have a map and we could have people moving around the map and when they touch that's when they actually have an encounter on one of the boards how many boards 10 20 i don't know but that's exciting and there's a shop and you can go to the shopkeeper and you might be able to kiss the shopkeeper if you're lucky (laughs) (laughs) yeah no, I do. Yeah, I mean, that's it. There's, there's so much potential. I mean, uh, to talk about sort of my sort of personal experience, and, you know, maybe this a bit of a sort of, I don't know, it's not a tutorial, but I, I've run a lot of LARPs. I've spent a long, long time running either LARPs for other people or running LARPs, you know, my own systems and things. And one of the things, and you talk about burning out, is what reminded me, is one of the things that I realised sort of halfway through that process is that you really have to value you know value appraise what you are doing and at the end of the day you're providing something for everyone and if you're doing things that are only really good for one person are you actually providing a value to to yourself and also to everyone else so yeah you know it's like james was saying there as well that you have to sort of have these gateway reviews where you're pulling pulling things back together and make sure that things aren't Mm. getting too broad to make sure that you're actually yeah you're producing a good product at the end of the day Mm, yeah and that's why we're not even thinking about like it we are thinking about but we're also just capturing just like little bits of ideas like scribble a note and just to also pull back the curtain slightly further revealing more of our horrible naked flesh is um that we're using well i started using and then i just kind of forced drew into using notion to organize our thoughts and kind of organize the whole process of what we're doing as well so the oh, nice I, thing i'm a notion notion user already as well uh, no, notion I, when trello started to be under under powerful for what i needed i moved into notion 
Is this I, just going to be a project management podcast in the I guise mean, of a wargaming podcast? I guess it is. I think that's that's kind of. I would listen to it. I'm listening to it now, and I'm enjoying it, <laughs> but, and I'm enjoying talking about it. So uh, I'm just going to follow my whims. But Notion is just essentially, if you don't know what Notion is, it's kind of like you can just build a wiki very quickly about yeah. anything you're doing and you can move the pages around very fast so you can just drag drop pages you can copy and paste things you can link stuff you can add pictures but it's really flexible and as soon as you've given someone else the access rights to that thing they can also start contributing and adding pages to that so it's already like captures a lot of the stuff and it's also captured a bit of the thinking and also it keeps a rec well i use it in a way to keep the record of like what we've said to people and like what were the results of that survey yeah. so one thing which i'm very nervous about because you know it is a project management thing is that we are going to involve other people with this and they're going to get access to this and like then it starts coming out of your hands and if you're a controlling person which I can be, I understand this about myself, that you are then like opening it up a lot more. But we're going to do that, and that's going to be exciting. We've got things in there already about, like, okay, we need to capture modelling guides for people, we need to capture scenario ideas, just some inspirational links, just copy and paste them into here. Here's all the starter paragraphs everyone gave us. Um venues locations like which we can research and then slowly that can you can imagine that would become the place where the rules get written and refined before we actually start printing anything and what like if you're taking a rule from somewhere you can log it like oh that's from necromund that's from old necromunda 95 and you can write the page references and stuff next to it Uh, with the main it was like what if i get bored or what if something horrible happens to me then this event can still carry on and be um, done. And the same for you, Drew. What if something hor- horrible har- happens to you, Drew? Yes. <laughs> yes, that is... I mean, it's certainly happened in the past that you get sent to funny places in the world and you suddenly can't do do what you said you were going to do and things. So, uh, Yeah, so uh, you find yourself coughing your guts up on the day. <laughs> well, that, that too, kind yes. Of pandemic. Mm. So, yes, yes. Yeah being that organized would, that is would awesome. never happen no, no pandemics no it hasn't happened for hundreds of years so yeah i don't I, i'm already project management out for this evening but okay do you want to do <laughs> a, a single bit of this can be like our fun segment at the end it's it's oh, hell yeah. is it like reverse bingo do you want to predict or say what you would like to see this turn out like right now at the start and then people can laugh when it's nothing like it Hmm. Okay, so the things which I know about it so far is that we're using AOS as like the mm-hmm. setting. And AOS, if you're new to this, Age of Sigma. Some people have run events called Dark Age of Sigma. So for the bingo, I imagine that we'll probably have between 18 and 20 people actually turn up. Is mm-hmm. that? Am I allowed to put a bet on turnout? Sounds, sounds, sounds That's good. That's really boring. <laughs> I do it on turnout. Um, and 
I thought you would just start really high and say it was going to make us internet famous and we'll be invited to GWHQ as on. I mean, guests. that was the ultimate. That was the ultimate thing. Yeah, I reckon we're going to have a White Dwarf article about this shit. Okay, at least until, one. <laughs> until we, until uh, they go. So, how did you come up with the rule set? And it'll be just like, well, we kind of hacked apart Mordheim and stuck it to Necromunda. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh God, I don't know what else I'm going to say i'm gonna reckon that no, there is gonna be no end to the narrative <laughs> i reckon no one reaches the end and there will be at least 70 percent of the things which we planned never got unveiled yeah no i would uh, agree that's likely i mean I, i've always felt that if you you know if you aim for the uh stars then you, at least you might hit the moon which is still pretty good going i i think would i like to see i think would last one we ran had an ai system and it was pve which is player versus environment i don't know enemy environment yeah i I think for an event of the scale we're looking at we're gonna have to do player versus player because it reduces admin by quite a large degree and makes the story kind of write itself um which will be interesting because you know adversarial storytelling is an odd one and if someone goes in to win they're gonna ruin it for everyone yeah that's Um, what i worry about see i i still like the idea of having the option to punch the people who you're coming into encounters with but actually encounters are quite co-op driven almost so um i don't you can't see behind me because this is audio but drew can see behind me at the stack of books behind me and that is a like a mix of um, GW things, but also I've got Soulbound in there, which is mm. um, the uh, AOS RP- TTRPG, and uh, I've got Tales from the not Tales from the Borderlands. That's a terrible show, terrible game. Five <laughs> leagues from the uh, uh, five leagues from the Borderlands, and which is uh, five parsecs. From yes. home, isn't it? It's the with but bones fantasy. version of that, yeah, yeah, and also rangers from rangers of shadow deep as well, yeah, and also I mean, Borg and things. Oh, as well. yeah, I do keep meaning to look at. I mean, we, the AI system, I think, had no flaws? Question mark. I think no flaws. It, it, it was perfect. It worked. Yeah, <laughs> we um, are living in Skynet now, and I do keep meaning to write it up. Which is, you know, if I'd actually been organised, I'd have written it up two years ago when everyone couldn't play with anyone else and an AI gaming system would have been incredibly useful but I didn't so mm. there we are but not to do you a disservice like it was a very good AI system but it was also quite similar to some of the systems which we also saw in um, well Cursed City wasn't out at the time but it was a little bit um, like Warhammer Questy as well and that was like yes. one of our options when we were thinking about rule sets was like just to get a flavor of like what people liked and quite a lot of people chose the Warhammer Quest model where you are adventurers and you are questing so there is actually a chance of the games actually being people not bringing whole bands of people it might be actually people bringing quite small amounts of models and then running like one powerful hero against quite a lot of gribblies but then moving around to different different tables and things this is going to be one that i i think uh, in my kind of rough ideas i'd sort of um 
I've forgotten what it's called now. <laughs> Frost Grave, where you have a big yeah. wizard and then lots of minions. And that came to mind. I was like, oh, I could do that. But then I remembered, and this is possibly a very, very deep cut, is at one point, maybe in the early 2000s, White Dwarf had rules for something. And it might have been Kill Team. It was certainly a Kill Team type game. But the idea was that you had one team was elite operatives and the other team were basically normal stat line line people so you had like movie marines or something yeah but it was yeah it was something like (laughs) that you know it, it was like you know one lictor versus a load of crap orcs and I, mm. I might still have my white dwarf of that but the idea there and the other thing is that you when you do quite a lot of tournaments that do lord of the rings um have a requirement that you bring two armies and you play a good army and a bad army because mm. that's how, and, and you know you're matched up using your different armies each day and i did ever wonder about that as well as an option that you know talk about pve or pvp is that you go actually maybe you have to bring two war bands to the to the thing, and one of them's the, you know, actually quite shit gribbles, <laughs> and the other ones are your heroes and stuff. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, possibilities. Yeah. But, uh, well, well, you I, know what? The surveys will tell us everything, of course. Yeah. And uh, and the listeners to this can can see how horribly, well, not not horribly wrong, but how how <laughs> wrong we were in our first guesses. Yeah, well, we'll see. It depends, you know. We might even be talking pre-event right now. I have no idea. So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Basically, it's that lovely excitement phase, and you want to kind of just keep hold of that for as long as possible before it becomes hard work. And then once it becomes hard work, remember how exciting it should be. Yeah, in the past. So maybe very much. So. Maybe we'll just use this as self-help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if there's any episode that we talk about the missing episode you know, like the numbers don't line up then the, the missing one will be the one where we just wig out and gripe about someone and it was so toxic we had to delete it and deny all knowledge we, we haven't crossed that line yet <laughs> yeah it's, it's when it's one episode with just james and one episode of just me and we're just griping about each other as well and yeah james versus drew yeah, we've gone proper big brother. We'll just edit it to make it sound really bad as well. So, have a mediator involved. <laughs> oh, I was thinking the opposite and have like some podcast producer making it sound as awful as possible to get the uh, <laughs> to get the content out. <laughs> the content must flow. What is better content than awful people being awful? Well, that's what the internet tells me anyway. So, well, maybe we'll find our niche. Excellent. All right. Well thanks james it's good to speak and uh yeah i guess at what point in the future this will uh episode two of this is going to be or section two is going to be uh we'll we'll just have to see but uh exciting times if there's a part two we'll know that we've been at least semi-successful so far (laughs) yeah that sounds good right yeah Thank you for joining James and myself, and uh, we hope you'll join us next time on the Tiny Plastic People podcast. If you have any questions for us, you can reach us at thetinyplasticpeople at gmail.com. And if you want to see something of the event itself, 
James has produced a book about the event, which is available for download on thetinyplasticpeople.com. Cheerio, everyone, and thanks for listening. <laughs>